what they've been working on for several years, praise God. This phase of it. Pastor Keith, he's going to, he's taking Nashville with Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. With, with a heart to please God and not please man. Amen. The devil's tried to shift us. And, and, and God is thinking we need to please man. Well, no, we need to please God. Hallelujah. Uh, and uh, you don't have to compromise to be successful. Just look at Dr. Hadabaugh. He's tight. But he's right. And he's not too tight. And, uh, you know, Dr. Mark Barclay is the same way. That same just ex-military and uh, just telling it like it is. Plain talk's easy understood. Yeah. Well, we, but I mean, we, we've really got Christians got the, got the idea, you know, well, I don't even know what sin is. I've been doing this all along, but nobody ever told me it was wrong. You know, and, and that's not good. Amen. Hallelujah that, that we, uh, uh, Lord help us. The church has to have revival. We, we have to. We, they, they're, they're, it's, it's not optional now. It's not optional now. Amen. Jesus is coming after a glorious church. Not having wrinkle, spot, or blemish or any such thing. It's not optional. Amen. To go with the flow. And, and uh, uh, Lord help us. God loves everybody and He loves everybody in their sin. He is love. And, and that's what He does. But I'm telling you, uh, He gave us His Word and some guidelines to help us. Amen. And there's some things that aren't necessary for you, aren't needful for you, and they harm you. Praise God. And lead to destruction. Amen. And, uh, uh, but God's always good. He wants to bless us. But, you know, we are to speak the truth in love. Hallelujah. And that's, that's our heart. So I was talking about being strong uh, last Sunday and then Wednesday night. And uh, I'm, I don't think I'm done yet. So I want, because uh, uh, I want to encourage you, amen, to, to lay hold of everything that God has. He's got a lot for us financially. That You know what? A lot of churches don't even talk about it. Because polls have said that some people say, well, all they want at church is my money. Amen. Well, somebody needs to tell them all they want at Walmart is their money. Or KFC. <laughs> You go to KFC without an uh, uh, electronic way to pay your money and see if they give you a chicken leg. <laughs> They're not going to do it. Amen. Hallelujah. It just don't work that way. Amen. And, and, and uh, real Christians are out to see people get blessed and do things God's way. Amen. So we will pray. Father God, we come boldly before your throne this morning. We're so thankful for your goodness. We, just, we do just want to lift you up, Lord, and, and uh, yield to you in every way that we can. Let you truly lead us. We're nothing, and you're everything. Hallelujah. Lord, we want to walk in the Spirit and walk after you and walk after your ways. We truly want to seek first the kingdom of heaven. Truly first. Not third or fourth, but first. Lord, help us. Help us like... He told Peter, the Spirit's willing, but the flesh is weak sometimes. We ask you for your help. And we know we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So I declare that we have ears to hear what your Spirit's saying. And I yield myself to you, Lord. I ask you to help me say what needs to be said in a way that will help people. And we will give you all the praise and all the honor and all the glory. And everybody said, Amen. amen. And Amen. Well, I got some things on my heart. God began to deal with me about more this week. So we just want to be obedient. And the word is good. And faith comes by hearing, not by having heard. And, and you know, Paul said, I want to stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. Amen. You know, this, this Bible's got a lot of stuff in it. But faith comes by hearing, not by having heard. And that's why it's just something. That's, that's why I'm getting ready to go to, to Nashville for four nights. Is because I want to hear something, and I can listen to tapes. But there also is something about being present in the anointing, you know, uh, in, in that atmosphere. Glory to God that, that makes a difference. And 
that's my man of God. That's my pastor, you know. So, so I got to be fed too. And he, it always helps me and it always changes me. And there's not a one of us in here that doesn't need some help and some change. And I'm at the top of the list. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. I, I, I've been through a lot, you know, and, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, And you can look back and say, well, I could have done this a little bit different. Things might have come out different, you know, but uh, I did what I did. You know, I made the decisions I made, but he's faithful. He's faithful, amen. And the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. Amen. That said, uh, uh, you know, he, d- he just doesn't give up on us. He gives us space for repentance. He knows we're but flesh. He knows. He knows our hurts. He knows our pains. He knows our, our very thoughts. And, you know, I was thinking this week, and, you know, the Lord spoke to me one time, and He was speaking to me to let me know on the inside for real that his hand was really on me and he had led me. And you know, I, I always, from the very beginning, when I started the little storefront, uh, uh, half of Texaco gas station, the amen corner was set over part of the grease rack. We put a false floor in there and had about an 8 by 12 amen corner off to the side and the rest of it was about 20 by 30. And that was it. No platform, no nothing. It was cement block and it was an old Texaco station. And we got a piece of rug somebody donated or got it Goodwill. or Well, they didn't have Goodwill back then. But somebody got it, some yard seller got give to us or some relative changed carpet. I got a big old piece of red carpet. I was as proud as a peacock. <laughs> got some old pews. Got some old pews some church had donated that was, you know, from the 1800s. You know, about that wide. Homemade, hand-hewn. And, I mean, you know... Uh, y'all ought to just praise God I'm just telling you y'all ought to just praise God that you're sitting in a comfortable place because those are what no way you could get comfortable because it wasn't deep enough you know to, to and it just wasn't it just didn't fit amen but we were proud to have them amen hallelujah and uh you know it just seemed like every week you know the devil was beating my brains out I didn't I didn't have victory channel amen I didn't have all the instruction that you can get and the help that you can get. And I would have to fall on my face and say, oh, dear God, am I doing the right thing? Today? And I'd just always go all the way back to everything that I knew the Lord had told me. You know, and then, you know, praise God, I kept getting the victory. So he, he, he showed me this. I was on an airplane going somewhere. And, uh, uh, you know, Dr. Jacobs always, when he went somewhere, he'd, when the plane was getting ready to take off, he'd get his Bible out. Even in first class, he'd get his Bible out, all them businessmen ordering drinks and stuff, and the waitress come through there, can I get you something? You know, they give you better nuts and stuff in first class. I've been there. Not, now, I didn't pay it, people up up my seat, you know. Praise God. But, but you, get, you do get nicer stuff in first class and a bigger seat, you know, bigger, nicer seat, leg room and stuff like that. And he'll, he'd have his Bible out, and he'd be praying Psalm 91. So I, I flew with him enough that I figured out I better get my Bible out here, you know, and... and uh, and so I was praying, and, and it's like the Lord said, uh, Revelation chapter 2. Revelation chapter 2. So I went to Revelation chapter 2. And I'd read that, and it was the church at Ephesus. And he said, you've done this, and you've hated them that are evil, and you, you, know, you've, you despise their false doctrines and their wickedness. And everything was good. And he said, but I got one thing against you. I got one thing against you. And he said, you've left your first love. You've left your first love. And he said, repent quickly and do, do the first works over. And he said, and then I will, or else, or else I will come quickly and remove the candle stand from its midst. Amen. So I read that over and I seen that if, if there's a candlestick there, this is what the Lord showed me then. If there's a candlestick there, he put it there. And he, he confirmed in me, it dawned on me, so to speak, that God's hand was on me. And, and so I knew then that no matter what happened, no matter what came my way, I was going to hold on to Jesus and he was going to hold on to me. And it would be all right. And, and, and it has, but you know, I, uh, I got to thinking about that, meditating on that. Uh, and, uh, you know, 
I, I, I don't want to lose my first love. Amen. I, 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 I don't want to die out and get comfortable. And, you know, the devil, that's what he does. That's his job description, to try to slow us down, to try to hinder us, to try to get us off course. That's what he does. He hates the plan of God. Amen. He hates it that anybody gets saved and gets born again. And that is a very important step, very necessary step. But it is just a, it is just a beginning step in all that God has for us. It's just a very beginning step. And, but the devil wants to knock us off balance so we don't grow, so we don't flow, so we don't become skillful in the anointing that's on us. And every one of us has an anointing, has an unction from the Holy One to do something for the kingdom of God. And so his business is to trip us up. You know, so, so uh, you know, I went back and looked at that and, you, you know, uh, just prayed, Lord, I, I, don't, I don't, don't want you to come quickly and snatch the candlestick. And he hasn't, praise God. He is so good. He is so merciful. But amen, I, I, I want to love God more than I ever have. You know, you know, I was telling Misty the stuff we used to do. You know, I, I would work overtime at D. Laval. Of course, I was young. I'd work overtime at D. Laval. And then I'd come and work on the church some, building the church if anybody was, was there to work because we built that little church out, Sparksville, in no time. I had some uncles who were block layers. And, you know, my dad helped a lot in different ones. And but if somebody was there, I'd do it and have all night prayer meetings on Friday night. You you men ought to be happy. And if I thought it would do some good, I, 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 I would I would do it. Amen. But we was in unbelief most of the time. Amen. Hallelujah. I guess we crucified our flesh. And then, you know, we never made it all night anyway. Hallelujah. After after about 30, 40 minutes, I realized everybody was asleep except me. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And, what, and if anybody was awake, they wasn't praying faith and it, it wasn't accomplishing anything. But I'd do it, you know, and would go and set up a, a wagon in somebody's yard and play music and have church. I set up tractor-trailer uh, beds in Walmart parking lot because, you know, we had a good band and we'd sing and preach and just, just doing that stuff all the time. I just, you know, and, uh, you know, I've learned that not everything... A lot of things are good, but not everything is God. And I learned to discern. Amen. I saw, there used to be a show, it was a good, clean Western show. It was a, 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 a new production of Zorro. And they were showing it on TBN's network then. I forget what it was called, but it was about Zorro. And, and uh, you know, how he's a, he's a regular guy, rich guy's son in the daytime. But it, when criminals come, he, he's got a horse head in a secret cavern. He runs and gets on that horse and puts on his mask and got the sword and goes, zzz, zzz, Zorro. And, and so I was watching that one time, and they were trailing somebody. They were tracking somebody down. And they come across where he'd been in his tracks, and uh, he'd eaten some berries. And uh, uh, Zorro said, or the tracker said, he's a, he's a young man. He's a young man because look how many he ate. And said an a, a older man wouldn't eat that many because he, the older man would know what it does to your digestive system. <laughs> you know, because they don't have outhouses everywhere back there in the 1890s. You know what I'm saying? And with toilet paper. Amen. You know, you're in the woods with leaves. and You, un you understand what I'm saying. And, and you know, an uh, older man won't do some foolish things that a younger man will do. Amen, just because we're wiser. Well, you get wiser in the things of God, and you realize there's a lot of good things that, that a lot of people can do, but there's God things that God says, this is, this is what you do. And I've learned that and, and learned to trust in that. But I, I don't want to lose my love for Him. I want to love Him more and more till He comes because He ain't been nothing but good to all of us. Amen. So uh, that's my heart. And... Uh, and I realize, you know, if I could do it again, I'd do everything different. There's nobody that wouldn't, but we've done what we've done. But we're, we're going to, all we can do is finish strong. Amen. And, and tighten up the reins and, and uh, uh, love God and not, not, not let Satan put a damper on anything from here on out. And so we, we, you've got to be strong to do that. You've got to be determined. Amen. And I know, I know people that are sold out to God are few and far between. I'm just going to spit it out. 
going to church don't make you sold out for God. I mean, because so many people, they'll show up and be faithful or even, you know, be an usher or something sometimes or, or a, a Sunday school teacher. But when they get out in the world, you know, there's not much difference in them and everybody else. And I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, you've got to put a holy, holiness suit on and act weird. I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying that. But to be really godly, just to be really godly, to really honor God, to be like faithful to God, like Andrew said, there's just not that many people like us running around. Amen. But I, 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 I'm, I'm convinced that that's what the Word of God is demonstrating to us. I'm convinced that that's what pleases God. That's that what, what God wants. And, you know, there's just no way that going down to their level and staying there is going to bring them up to our level. There is just no way. We must be strong in the Lord, in the power of His might. Well, you know, I think about David, King David. Uh, Samuel the prophet came to Jesse's house because he was going to have to anoint somebody to be king because Saul was failing. And he come and he saw the biggest son, strongest son, said, no, it's not him. Went on down the next one. No, it's not him either. All, went through all the sons that were there at the house. No, it wasn't him. Well, I got one more son. He's out there with the sheep. He's just little. He's just a little boy. And, and uh, so the prophet said, well, let's go see him. And sure enough, it was David. And, and, and uh, the prophet anointed him to be king then and spoke words over him. But years go by. In the midst of this, he slays the bear and he slays the lion. Amen. And then he goes to take his brothers some nourishment when they're battling the Philistine. And Goliath is out there making, you know, blaspheming God and, and uh, terrorizing everybody and all the big soldiers with all their armor. They're huddled up in the ditch and everybody's cowed down. When that giant roared, they all just shrunk with fear. And, you know, they said... Uh, he said, what would be given to the one who slays him? You know, and he couldn't take it. He, you know, he, he, he had fire shut up in his bones. He had that calling, but he didn't really know and understand it fully. But he, it, he just couldn't take it. So he said, I'll go. I'll go. And so he went to the, they brought him to Saul. And, and uh, uh, you know, it was a joke. Saul so said, put my armor on him. And it was, you know, Saul was 6'6 six, six or something. David was a little bitty guy. And this didn't fit. Amen, and he, he took a sling and five smooth stones, and he went running at the giant. Amen, and as he went running, he was talking. This day the Lord's going to give you unto me, and I'll have your head in my hand. Amen, this day you, defy, you come against the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and you messed up. <laughs> Amen, and, and, and Goliath thought it was a joke till that rock hit him in the forehead. Amen, and he wasn't laughing no more. And David ran up there and took his sword and cut his head off. Amen. But David still didn't know and understand. And then still, you know, he, Saul was trying to kill him and, and was pursuing him. Amen. And then finally things started to, to, to turn a little bit and some people were beginning to recognize him as king and some people got together and built him a house. And, and it, it says, this is King James Version, and David perceived that the Lord had established him king over Israel and that he had exalted his kingdom for his people's sake. See, David perceived, I'm king. I really am king now. I really am. Amen. And maybe he remembered when the prophet anointed him. I really am king. It dawned on him. It dawned. This is who I am. I'm king. And right away, right away, man, he, 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 he was the best king. Amen. Because the Philistines heard. The Philistines heard that David was king. So they came uh, attacking. Amen. And David was so wise. And, 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 and we can learn from this so much. David sought the Lord. See, good things you can just jump on. Well, that's a good thing. I'm going to do it. But David prayed said, Lord, do I attack them? Lord, do I attack them or not? And he prayed and the Lord said, go get them. Amen. And they went and got them and smote the Philistines and, and, and it said it was like water running through your hands. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was a piece of cake. God did it so greatly. 
And so, you know, they celebrate that. Then all of a sudden, the Philistines are attacking somewhere else. And so David just didn't say, well, we're on a roll now. He prayed again. And God said, uh, sneak around behind them this time. Don't just run in on them, attack them, go surround them. And they won again. Amen. And David establishes kingdom. But what I'm here to tell you, the reason I quoted that is, we need to perceive. It needs to dawn on us that greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. When, when, when the Lord set up the plan of salvation... He just wasn't setting something up so us weak, pitiful little earth people could get to heaven someday. He set it up where we could become sons of God. Actually, Revelation says, and he has made us unto our God kings and priests. That's us. All of us have been called in the word of God kings and priests. And if we could perceive how much God is with us, amen, uh, it'll make a difference. So I, I, I want you to begin to realize and begin to think, I can be strong in the Lord. In myself, I'm nothing. But in Him, oh my goodness, all things are possible. So I heard on the radio, I was listening to the radio this week, and I heard uh, Officer, uh, or Deputy Chandler Staten was involved in an altercation, something happened, somebody. Now see, I remember Chandler when he was like uh, Harrison. And Chandler always had the sweetest little grin. He was a little bit mischievous, but he was, he, was just, he was just like a love bug. You know what I'm saying? You know, you just wouldn't think of no... I mean, you know, he was a little mischievous, but you just wouldn't think of brutality and, and meanness coming from him. It, 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 or him, you know, forcing his will on anybody or anything. But they said there was an EPO. And, and some guy was violating that EPO, terrorizing his family. And so Chandler and somebody else pulled up. You know, this is what said on the radio. And they said, come out here. You know, cut that out. <laughs> you ain't supposed to be here. And that guy, you know, he talked to him a little bit. And he went back in the house. Well, Chandler went in and got him. <laughs> what I understood, they brought him out cuffed and everything after altercation. And I thought about that, you know. You know, Chandler is Chandler. But when he puts that uniform on and he's got that badge, he's, dep he's Sheriff's Department of Adair County, Kentucky, and all the authority that goes with that. And that wasn't Chandler in himself going in there. That was Chandler in the authority that was invested upon him. He went in there and took care of business. And he's done that several times since he's been in office. You know, he, he, he ain't soft when he, you know, you, he does the job when the job has to be done because he walks over into that authority. And so we've been given authority in Christ. Amen. But we got it. We got, you know, I reckon it dawned on him that, hey, I'm the deputy and he's violating the law and somebody better get him out of there before something happens. It's my responsibility. It's my duty. And so he went in there and got him. Amen. And brought him out. Hallelujah. So it's got to dawn on us. We have to perceive. Praise God. I can, I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. In Ephesians 6 and 10, it says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. See, Chandler got his uniform. He's got his badge. He's got his gun. And I, I, I imagine when they're going to where they think they might be shooting, he's probably got a vest. You know? And if somebody shoots him, you know, it may knock him down, knock the wind out of him, and break a rib, but it don't, won't kill him. Amen. Thank God for stuff like that because people are crazy. Amen. Hallelujah. And, if, and, and, and we got to have revival in this country. We got to get right being right and wrong being wrong once again. So, so he's got stuff he has to put on. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now, see, if he just went in that house with no authority, he might, he might not have come out. But he was representing authority. And, and, and plus, when you put on that, he went to school. You know, he went to school to, to be in law enforcement. He went to law enforcement school, same thing state troopers and all of them do. Had to get that training. And they train you how to do stuff that everybody don't know. Amen. Hallelujah. People that have been in the military, they've trained them to do stuff that everybody don't know. They trained them in hand-to-hand -hand combat. And let me tell you something, the guys who know that, they ain't telling everybody on the street corner. 
Because if you know what I know, then it's fair again. But if, if, if I know something you don't know, then I'm not, I, I can take care of myself. Amen? So he was trained and prepared to wear that badge. Amen? Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. The devil is tricky. Wiles means tricky plans. He's planning all the time. We've got to learn to recognize that. When things aren't going the way you think they ought to go, there is a devil. And he's loose. And he hates you because you love Jesus. But if it dawns on you who you are, amen, if you perceive who you are and the authority that's been given to you, see, Chandler can step out in front of traffic with that uniform on and semi-trucks will stop. But now Chandler in the natural, he steps out there, he'll get run over. Amen. Hallelujah. It's the authority that's in that uniform and in, 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 in uh, his position that he holds. Well, we've been given the power of God. We've got we've to perceive that and put that on and rise up and stand it and know and understand. We're not just little mere earth beings. We're not. We're children of God. Hallelujah. We're children of the Most High God with authority. Amen. Uh, with the Spirit of the living God living inside of us. For we wrestle not against, verse 12, not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. There's all kinds of devils out there. I don't have time to break it down and teach it to you, but there are levels of demons. I've encountered demons that are, that are easy, and I've encountered demons that are very persistent and very deceiving. Amen. And we'll try to trick you and mess with you. But they all have to bow to us. And we got to know that they all have to bow to us. Hallelujah. And when, when we stand up and exercise our faith in the name of Jesus. Wherefore, verse 13, taken to you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins, loins girt about with truth. Amen, you got a, a belt around you. You know, it's got, uh, Chandler, it's got his gun and his taser. <laughs> Hallelujah. And whatever, he's got bear spray or whatever, whatever he might pack. Handcuffs, extra bullets are all on that belt. We got our loins girt round about with truth. Amen. Hallelujah. Truth, 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 truth. There's so many lies. We got to learn to walk after the word, to know the word. We got to be a word, people. Amen. We've got to be feeding on that word. Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. God's people have to become familiar with what belongs to them and, 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 uh, all the promises that are available, and then it's got to dawn on us. This is mine. This belongs to me. I can have this because God said. Amen. And now your mind and your feelings and your emotions and everybody else isn't going to help you in that. But you can perceive. Hey, I'm a priest and a king. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And, and, and uh, let me say this. Uh, I believe, I believe our country has the best government on the earth apart from the kingdom of God and the, the, the rule of a king. But of, of earthly governments, democracy, which in the way it was designed to be of the people, for the people, by the people, now it's of the politicians, by the politicians, for the politicians, if you have not figured that out. We need to quit being so duped and so sucked into stuff, amen, and demand and pray that somebody runs that's not uh, a crook or not a fifth-generation crook, amen, and get people who care for people that want to go back. The Constitution says this, not keep changing it, not keep changing it. There's nothing wrong with it. There was not a thing wrong with it, but now have you seen? You know, they got some six-foot-five uh, uh, somebody identifying as a girl who set a swimming speed record? Well, no, 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 he didn't. No, he didn't. They just let a man get out there in a girl suit and, 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 and you know, paint her eyebrows or whatever and put a ring in her nose and said she was a she. And, 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 and it's all right. And if, if you stand up like me and say it's not all right, then I'm wrong. Put me in jail. 
because I'm not woke. Hey, I'm sleeping real good. Don't wake me. Do you understand? This is where we're going. This is where we're going. Hallelujah. We've got to stand up for what's right, and we can. And we can be upright in the midst of a perverse and crooked generation. We can. We can walk with God. We can. We have to. Hallelujah. Don't, lo- don't leave your first love. Jesse Duplantis said, what in, uh, 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 you know, uh, you know, what do you want to go to hell for? What on this world is worth going to hell? Nothing. But, but see, we got false doctrines now that, well, you know, it don't matter what you do, you're going to heaven anyhow. Long as you said the sinner's prayer one time. Amen. Now listen, God is merciful. God is merciful, but grow a brain. You can't keep violating God and keep violating God and keep violating God. You will reap what you sow. Amen. Amen. And you can't please God like He wants you to. Amen. Hallelujah. And we'll, we'll, we'll see that in the Word if we keep looking at the Word. That you may be able to withstand in the evil day. How many believe we're there? We're there. Amen. And having done all to stand, stand there before having your loins grow about with truth. That's like your gun belt. And having on the breastplate of righteousness, you have that breastplate, amen, that protects from the blows of the enemy. And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. you got special, you know, shoes. That, uh, but th- that word preparation means something, praise God. Hallelujah. I'm not going to let something come on me suddenly. I'm going to be ready. Amen. I'm going to be prepared uh, for anything the enemy may throw at me. I'm ready. I'm I'm. Walking in the Word, and I'm ready for whatever comes my way. I used, to, I used to get up every morning before I got out of bed. I did this for probably 15 years. Every morning before I got out of bed, and I'd put this on. I'd sit there on the edge of bed. And I said, I got my lawns girded about with truth. I'd go through the motion in the name of Jesus. Got my feet shod. I'd stomp my feet a little bit. Got my breastplate on. Hallelujah. I'd go, th- I'd go through it all, and then, then one, one day it dawned on me. <laughs> Hallelujah. I, well, I, I don't remember getting in the bed and taking it all off. <laughs> Hanging it up. I kept it on. I, hallelujah. I still got it on. Amen. I just refresh it every now and then. Take it off and clean it. Praise God and shine it up. Put it back on. Amen. But you need to be mindful of this. You need to be mindful of this. Hallelujah. I did it every day. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. All of them. And he's flinging them. He's flinging them. People get beat up all the time because they laid their, their armor down somewhere. They laid their shield down somewhere and let the fiery darts in. You've got to do whatever it takes to stay in faith. And so when lies come, you deal with them in faith. Got your shield up. Brother Hagin, you know, he, 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 he's told this, and uh, it's just so similar to, to some stuff that I can relate to. But he said he'd, uh, his symptoms came back on him. You know, he wasn't supposed to live past 16. He had a deformed heart. His blood looked like orange juice. All the doctors at the Mayo Clinic said he'd never make it. But he got in the Word. And he started believing the Word and confessing the Word. He didn't have no healing evangelists come lay hands on him. There wasn't any around. He just got to stand on the Word, and the Holy Ghost began to teach him. Amen. Mark eleven twenty three, Amen. And he began to say he was healed, and it dawned on him that if, if you know, you got to be a doer of the Word that you say. And so one day he, he, he saw that. He'd try this and try that and then get disappointed because it didn't work. Well, he, was just, he didn't have nothing to lose. And so he'd just stay praying, you know, and be discouraged for a little while. Then he'd keep reading the Word of God and he'd get fired up and, and uh, come across that. And uh, he believed that he received when he prayed. Believe that you receive when you pray. So he said, I've prayed. I believe I'm healed. And he said, I'm going to get up out of here. And so he told his mama, you know, said, I'm going to be down there for breakfast. I'll be down there for breakfast tomorrow. And sure enough, they were sitting there eating breakfast, and here he come. He'd pulled himself, started pulling himself. He was paralyzed, and as he moved, strength came to him. Amen. Amen. And he got up and went, and he went for years. Every now and then, he'd have attacks and symptoms. Amen. And he was in the midst of a time like that, heart beating and heart stopping and stuff like that. So, you know, he was praying about all that, and he had a dream. And he saw himself walking in a big field, walking in a big field. And uh, another preacher was with him. And all of a sudden, another preacher looked back and said, Run! <laughs> and, and he looked around, and there was two big lions, ferocious, vicious lions charging. Have you ever seen a ferocious lion charge? 
two ferocious lions was charging. He said, no, don't run, don't run. And, you know, he said the fear consumed him. I mean, he said it was so tangible, but he just stood there and stood his ground and didn't move and didn't waver. He was, he was scared, spitless. He was scared. Amen. And those lions come charging up, and they just stopped. And they looked down at him and sniffed around his feet a little bit, and they walked off. Amen. And he realized, God is with me. And he said, he'd never leave me, and nothing can harm me. And he said, devil, you're such a liar. I'm so healed. I'm not moved by what I feel. I'm not moved by my symptoms. I'm healed. Praise God. And every symptom left him. Praise God. But he made that stand. God gave him that vision to show him to understand. Never said it's easy, but it's, it's in the Word of God. Amen. And if the Word of God's your priority, and you begin to perceive that this is for me. Amen. John Osteen used to stand up Joel's daddy. Joel may still do it. I don't know. Used to wave that by. said, this is my Bible. I am who it says I am. I can have what it says I can have. And, and uh, to, you know, today I'm going to hear the ever-living life the Word of God and in the name of Jesus, amen, holler, and everybody shout, praise God. And that's what you need to do. I perceive this is mine. I perceive this belongs to me. I'm not just a little old earth being. I'm a child of God, washed in the blood of the Lamb. Amen. It's not by anything that I have done. Amen. I just heard this gospel, and he said, believe me. Just believe. Hallelujah. If thou canst believe, all things are possible. I just believe it. I just believe that he was here. Just like it said, and he was born of a virgin. I just believe it. Amen. And I believe he walked this earth sinless. For all those 30 years and fulfilled the plan of God. Amen. Hallelujah. And God was not found in his mouth. Amen. He was spotless because he was God and he was man. Glory to God. He was God in the flesh. Praise God. Amen. And he paid the price, the perfect price. Amen. The Lamb of God. Hallelujah. In the Old Testament, they had to take lambs and turtle doves and different blood and different offerings and every year take it in before uh, the holiest of holies every year for, for the sins to be uh, covered, praise God. But Jesus came once and for all and he the Bible says he took his own blood and went into the mercy seat in the heavenlies. Amen. And, 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 and put it there. Amen. Jesus paid it all. Well, you know, I got a lot of problems. Well, you ne it needs to dawn on you. You need to perceive that Jesus paid it all so I don't have to have that. I don't have to be bound by that. And he loves me. And that's my, my mess is not stopping him from loving me. And my mess can't stay because he loves me. Because I see it. I see it's written. Hallelujah. He's still working on me. <coughs> Thank God. There's power, power, wonder working power. <laughs> In the precious blood of the Lamb. Amen. In the shield of faith where you'll be able to quench every fire dart of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation. Glory to God. You know what the helmet of salvation? It covers your head. That's where the devil fights you. That's where the devil beats most people with thoughts. Well, what about this? See, Brother Hagin. Brother Hagin said before he saw those lions, that he was having those symptoms, and the devil said, well, yeah, you was healed for a while, but you ain't going to get it this time. They're going to think, well, you was a phony and a fake because that faith healer's dead now. You're going to die. You ain't going to get your healing this time. And then he saw them lions coming, and he just stood. And them lions, when they got there, they hunkered down, sniffed around and walked off. Amen. Just like Daniel. Just like Daniel. Hallelujah. Our God is with us. Amen. And he realized this was just a lie from hell. He, you, know what, you know what it says about the devil? He is a liar and the father of lies. He is the accuser of the brethren. So he'll accuse you with lies. Amen. So, so don't get so tore up about the stuff the devil's whispering in your head. You're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. You know, he tries that on me every now and then. And, and you know, I want to get frustrated. You know, I want, I want to be, you know, preaching on top of the pews. But, I, you know, I'd have to have a stepladder to get up there now. And somebody to help me. <laughs> right now, praise God. Catch me if I, when I fall. Hallelujah. Amen. But I'm not satisfied. Amen. And, and he's not done. And I'm not done. Amen. Hallelujah. And that's how this works. You will have what you say. As a man thinks in his heart, so will he be. If you think you're defeated and nothing's ever going to change... I'll pray for you that God will comfort you in the midst of all of it because that's where you're going to stay. 
But you got to believe that, that what he's done for others, he can do for us. There's no respect of person with him. Hallelujah. The helmet of salvation, that's where I protect my mind. I'm not believing those lies. Amen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, stand on the word of God. Amen. And not let that stuff in my head beat me up. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. Amen. Anything that doesn't agree with the word of God is a lie. Amen. And everything that agrees with the Word of God is true and it belongs to you. Amen. Hallelujah. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit. Sword of the Spirit's the only offensive thing, but it's... We slice up the devil with the Word of God. Answer him with the Word of God. I'm healed. By stripes, I'm healed. My God shall supply all my need according to His riches and glory. I'm a tither and an offering giver. Amen. Lord, show me what to do. Show me how to do this. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. There's a preacher on TV, Gary Cassie. You ever see him? Yes. Amen. He was, uh, he was so in debt, IRS and everything else, thousands and thousands of dollars. He was depressed. He was on medication. Even though he is a Christian, he was so beat up and so beat down and began to get a hold of the Word of God. Yes. It dawned on him, I can do this. I can believe this Word. I can put this Word into action. And God began to show him little things by little things. He began to apply it to more and more and more. And now, oh my goodness, got a huge church and a business that helps people that are in trouble with IRS and in trouble with debt. That makes, that makes him lots of money and helps lots of people. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God and, and a good teacher on finances. Hallelujah. He wouldn't be on uh, victory if he wasn't. Hallelujah. Brother Copeland ain't putting up no unbelief. Watching therefore with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Amen. We're praying. We're not giving up for all saints. We got each other's back. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, you've seen them old country families. You know, you fight one of them, you got to fight them all. I remember one boy, bless his heart, he just got on my last nerve one morning. And uh, uh, he was real. I mean, I can't tell you how, how much of a pain in the butt he was. But he pushed me too far, and I had a basketball, and he was about four foot from me, and I just hit him right in the nose. Blood and mashed his nose, and blood, nose was all bloody and stuff, but he left me alone. But he went home, and uh, so his big brother, who was my age, come with a baseball bat the next day. And, you know, I said, listen here, big boy. I'm going to take that away from you, and you're going to be worse than he was. You, don't, you better think this over. And he said, well, Mama's going to get you. Mama's going to get you, and, and she would have. Amen. Hallelujah, but I survived all that. But, you know, we got to be like that. When we get one another, we don't say, oh, well, you know, I guess they're weak. I guess they don't really have faith when somebody's going through something. No, you pray for them in the name of Jesus. Devil, get your hands off my brother. Get your hands off my sister. We're more than conquerors. When you hear a negative report that somebody's sinned or made mistakes, don't, don't celebrate. Ha, ha. You know, the, the body of Christ is so divided and so jealous and so territorial. And somebody's got to pray about that and walk in love. Amen. Amen. If, you, if you're in our camp, you know, everything's okay. But if you're in somebody else's camp and you mess up, we're going to crucify you. That is, that's from hell. That's not from God. Amen. We may not all think about everything the same, and I'm not going to adapt to everybody's doctrine, but I'm going to love everybody and especially love everybody who names the name of Jesus. And I'm going to show them love, praise God, and not be the, not be the one picking. Now, I point out wrong things. I have to because there's so much out there that will trip you up. And, you know, you need to listen. And, eat. and that's, that's why I go to Dr. Jacobs. Amen. We need spiritual fathers who've been there and done that and stayed on track and proven it. Amen. You can know a lot, but amen, there's always somebody who knows more. Experience is, is one thing that money can't buy. Amen. And those of us with gray hair, uh, you know, we, we've experienced a few things. You've survived a few things. You're obviously, you're still here. Amen. You see, you just, just look at the obituaries. They're burying people 30 years old, 40 years old, 50 years old all the time now. And it's not COVID. Amen. It's just all kinds of different stuff. Amen. Hallelujah. And so if you made it past 60, you've done something that a lot hadn't done. Amen. But we can make it to 100 if we want, if we'll apply this Word of God. 
Amen. And they let it dawn on us. Perceive. Hallelujah. Am I helping anybody? Amen. Oh, Lord, my time's already gone. <laughs> let me say this real quickly. Now, we know 1 Thessalonians 5.23 says, May the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. We know Romans... 12 uh, says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. When he calls them brother, that's talking. They're saying they're born again in their spirit. It's our spirit that gets born again. That you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Our body is our house. Remember, spirit, soul, and body. And don't be conformed to this world, but be renewed. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may be able to prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Amen. So we look at the Word of God to find proof. What is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God? Is this, is this that's going on the will of God? Is that the will of God? We prove it by the Word of God. So we renew our mind. We focus on renewing our mind. To be strong in the Lord, you're going to have to be focused on renewing your mind over and over again. If you just because you read the Bible through in, in uh, 82, you know, that's not doing you much, you know, 40 years later. Praise God. Amen. So, you, you know, you got you to gotta do that. I mean, the ham and eggs that you ate last Thursday, I hope you've ate something since then. Amen. Am I right? Am I right? Hallelujah. Okay, uh, 1 Corinthians 2 and 14, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to introduce this and address it, and then I'm going to quit right here, and we'll pro we're probably going to have Be Strong Part 4. Amen. Uh, 1 Corinthians 3 and 1, he says, uh, And I, brethren, could not speak to you as spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. I fed you with milk and not with solid food, for until now you were not able to receive it, and even now you are still not able, for you are still carnal. For where there are envy, strife, and divisions among you, are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? Mere men, now that's King James, or just behaving like, uh, King, uh, King James says, just behaving like men. Just like a regular man. We're not regular men. We're not mere men. We're not. Amen. We're born again from on high. And now what this is, he, okay, he says, uh, I couldn't talk to you like spiritual people. Amen. But as to carnal. Amen. So really there's three types of people that he's referring to here. The, uh, the natural man in 1 Corinthians 2.14, the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God for they are foolish to him. So a natural man is somebody who's never been born again and had your spirit turned on. Old things passed away. Behold, all things become new. If any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. Something new done happened on the inside in my inner man, in my spirit. So if that hadn't happened to you, then you're a natural man. You're just a mere man. You're just a natural man. Amen. But he said, but now some of you are carnal. And you're not ready for all the Word of God. You're saved. You've been born again. But you're carnal. And, and, and that word carnal, you know, Brother Copeland said it means meathead. You're a meathead. Remember Archie Bunker called his son-in-law meathead? Amen. You know, you're a big dummy. Amen. If you don't hunger and thirst after the spiritual things or act like they even exist or even belong, you're carnal. Amen, you're after the flesh. You're letting the flesh dominate you. That way when the pain comes, oh, Ethel, this is the big one. I guess I'm gone. Instead of, in the name of Jesus, I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. Them lions have to bow down and they can lay down and I'll pet them if I want to. Amen, but they're not going to harm me. Nothing shall come nigh this dwelling. Hallelujah. I bite under the shadow of the Almighty, glory to God. He gives his angels charge over me, glory to God. Amen. So, so the, the, the carnal Christian, we got lots of them. The majority of the body of Christ is in that uh, category, including a lot of preachers. Now, they're religious, but they're not spiritual. When you're spiritual, you know this word is alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. And all things are possible to him that believes, praise God. Heaven and earth will pass away, but not one jot or tittle of this word will ever fail. It's dawning on us. Say, it's dawning on me. 
I'm perceiving, praise God, I'm a child of the Most High God. Hallelujah. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. But while I'm here, I'm going to do his bidding. Amen. He gave me the uniform. He gave me the uniform. He gave me the authority. He said, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Amen. It's time to rise up and be strong in the Lord. Well, I'm weak. I've done this. I've done that. Well, quit saying that and start saying what he said. He said to be strong. I'm willing and obedient. I'm going to eat the good of the land. If, you've, if you sin, if you confess them, he's faithful and just to forgive us from our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And that's exactly what we need to do. Amen. Hallelujah. And it'll fall in place. And when the baby Christians come in, they'll see strong Christians. And, and, and they'll do just like I did. Grandpa and Mama took me up to Garland, and Grandpa took me back to the prayer room where the strong ones went, where the spiritual ones went. The ones who's playing with it, they didn't go back there. But the ones who's serious, the real men of God, they was back there. Took me right back there and amongst them. Amen. That's where, right where I belonged. Amen. I didn't know what to do. I just did what they did. That's what these baby Christians are going to do. They're coming here. They're not going to know what to do. They're just going to do what they do. They need to somebody shouting, saying, Hallelujah. Yes. And not somebody when Andrew's taking the offering, hanging their head, said, Oh, my God, they're talking about money again. <laughs> somebody gets a smile on their face. I'm getting to sow into the kingdom. It's better than that lotto ticket. Amen. It's better than that scratch off. Hallelujah. Because this is a sure thing every time. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. When the time comes to praise the Lord, you're not sitting there like, I'm afraid somebody's going to see me praise the Lord. <laughs> so then everybody sits there. And he says, hallelujah, glory to God. It's a fire shut up in my bones and I can't contain it. Hallelujah. And then guess what? We're going to have a church full of them. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. And then some of y'all stiff ones kind of stiff a little bit. Amen. You, you, you go ahead and stick your toe in the water and find out that it's good. And you'll wait on out in there with us. Praise God. Hallelujah. I hope I've helped somebody. You know I love you. And you know I'm telling the truth. I'm speaking the truth in love. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come boldly before your throne this morning. We thank you for your presence. And we give you praise. We give you praise, Lord God. I thank you that the, the seed sown is falling into good ground in the heart of uh, men and women, boys and girls. And we're doers and we're fruit bearers and we're bringing in this last day harvest. We will give you all the praise, all the honor, all the glory. And all God's children said, amen and amen. No service Wednesday night. Hallelujah. God bless you.